welcome to Can We Cook It? The Vegan Minis. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Better. Smoother than last time. <laughs> so happy day to you all. Happy day. It's still undecided when this is going to drop. So I'm just saying happy day. I'm sure the world is in a great spot and everything is fantastic. And you know, all of our Supreme Court justices are alive and, and well. And, you know, all the things. Everything. Well, we are going to dive through some of the vegan minis, some of our vegan recipes from this last week, let you know what's been a yay, what's been a nay, Ooh. and what you should cook at home. What's a, okay, what's a vegetable that you really like and what's a vegetable that you really hate? I, I think my favorite vegetable might be broccoli. Over carrots? You know, I... I think so. I really enjoy broccoli. Broccoli's great. I think I like things that are cooked with broccoli a lot. Okay. What's a veggie that um, you hate, though? Hmm. So is it a broccoli or is it a... I guess hate is such a strong word. I mean, is there a vegetable that you just never want to eat? I you... only like it cooked. Is that fair? What is it? Tomatoes? But tomatoes are in so like I can't, I can't say I, I hate can't tomatoes. abide by tomatoes being I know. Our negative category. Um parsnips? Parsnips aren't great. What are parsnips even? Or radishes are too spicy for uh, me, but you I like, like radishes. radishes. Yeah. Um and like right, eggplants <laughs> become more diverse. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I feel like I put us down this rabbit hole that was maybe a mistake. Is there a fruit you don't like? Fruit you I, well, again, we're going to get into like, <laughs> I don't like a lot of melons, but you like, I don't like cantaloupe or honeydew, but you do. And yeah, I don't know. Well, never mind. <laughs> are you, are you a broccoli, a broccoli or, like or a, a tofu? Can, a can of spinach. Okay. There you go. Can, can, can spinach. spinach. Gross, Let's right? do it. Nasty. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so this week in vegetarian, vegan. Excuse vegan. me, vegan cooking. Not vegetarian. There's a big difference. There surely Because is. cooking vegetarian is quite easy yeah. now that we've begun cooking vegan and realized that, like, no to butter, no to milk or... There are animal products and all kinds honey. of stuff you would have never... Oh, honey. ...expected. Honey, vegans should eat honey. Honey, we miss you. It's a hill I'll die on. I miss you, honey. If you're a vegan. I mean, because, like, do you really care about insects? What other insects do you go out of your way to protect? I mean, bees are great, though. Uh, bees are great. But bees are wonderful. Honey is also great. And we can great. work with them. Go watch Bee Movie. Yeah. Shout out again. Emily. <laughs> Emily and Jerry Seinfeld's Bee Movie. The two go hand in hand in my mind. Always. I bet okay. she's watching it right now. This week, oh. we... Uh, <laughs> The first thing we'll talk about is chili. Yeah, it was, we had just mentioned, I had just mentioned Emily, one of our faithful listeners. Hey, Emily. Um, you came over on a she day. She came over. The podcast maybe doesn't have to be directed <laughs> you. solely at her. But then everyone else can pretend they're Emily. Oh, which, I mean, is who hasn't? <laughs> Spends an afternoon pretending to be Emily. <laughs> In their mind. Okay. This is that does sound uh, yeah. extremely <laughs> creepy. I've certainly never done that. Uh, uh, so but I feel like chili is a a vegetarian and a vegan staple. Just all the beans, not hard to make. 
can throw everything in a crock pot, let it go for the day. So we made chili is something that we have a couple times a winter. Yes. And Haley, always our, make a little differently. And the vegan of the household, Haley, is a big fan of chili. Yes. And requested it this time. And as you know, I'm always looking for ways to get healthy protein into her diet. Protein that doesn't come with, you know, being attached to soy or anything with high sodium levels. So beans, although, you know, maybe the sodium, sodium isn't great, yeah. but if you go non-canned, it's better. Yeah. But uh, a good, healthy source of protein. So we went for just a basic like beans, tomato sauce, crushed tomatoes, some salsa. Really? Salsa, yeah. I was looking up chili recipes and I didn't follow a recipe, but in one of them I saw that they use salsa. And as our faithful listeners know, we have a Costco membership. Oh. And we bought one of those giant tubs of salsa. Yes. Where it's like, mm, we've had this open in the fridge for like three weeks and there's like an inch at the bottom. Right. I just Good tossed to it up. into the salsa or into the chili. You know, Jackie, that salsa is America's number one condiment. Because it's so fun to say. Salsa? Salsa? Do you have the salsa? <laughs> shout out to Jerry Seinfeld. His oh, second goodness. shout out on this episode. Oh, you're going to have to tweet him now. I oh. bet he's sitting on the corner of his seat waiting for the next vegan mini to drop. Oh, I bet. Jerry, New York lives Seinfeld. That's a timely reference. Oh, um, anyways, yeah, the chili turned out really well. And we also, I whipped up a quick batch of vegan cornbread. Which was also, I mean, like, really was fantastic. Tasted the corny flavor really came through. Had a great texture. A bread, you know, it, nothing just was the off. The corny flavor was funny. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I, the point being that nothing was off because it was vegan. It tasted just like fantastic cornbread. Totally. And it, it was the best vegan cornbread, which is the name of the article on Pinterest nice. from norakooks.com so thanks nora it was really quick and easy you mix the dry ingredients add the wet ingredients mix it together we made it into muffins instead of um, a loaf a loaf um just for ease of having a guest over during covid times you can grab your own muffin you don't have to do so much communal eating and uh, in the past we've made other vegetarian or vegan chili variations with um quinoa or other things added so it's super versatile you can you know play with it a million different ways and a nice slightly simple version this time around was really nice it was really really nice i think that you me and Haley had sat down and ate a bowl even before <laughs> emily came yes then we all had a second bowl mm -hmm. what would you give it um, is it is it a broccoli or is it a can of spinach? It's definitely a broccoli. And out of five broccoli heads, I would give it a... I think I'm going to give it a 4.5 broccoli heads. I love chili. It was a great version of it. It's easy to make, easy to store and freeze and have in the future. Home run dish. As someone who doesn't always love tomatoes, chili has never been a favorite meal of mine. But as I've gotten older and I've come to like them more and realize that they're just part of most good food, um, I'm going to go with a four. And I'm going to say that I don't think I prefer meat with chili except for green chili. Okay. 
to me, I don't know if I'd say I prefer meat and chili. I do like meat and chili sometimes. I just love the full chili spectrum. Hot mm. chili, not spicy wise, you know, meat, not meat, all the different bean variations. Question then. Yes. What toppings do you like on your chili? Ooh, chili toppings. I, my mom used to make, you know, my mom's not the greatest cook, I'm sad to say, but, you know, did lots of cooking regardless of that. So, you know, commendable effort. She'd make a chili that, I don't know, has always had a very specific taste to it that I would often put Tabasco hmm. Cheez-Its crushed up on top oh, of. Oh, Specifically that's very interesting. good. But like not to, you know, denigrate her chili. It seemed to fit well with kind of like a trashy junk chili. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sour cream, cheese, raw onions, all of that is good. I don't need any background music while talking about my chili <laughs> topping. I just I wanted to make it a little more exciting. A little more cinematic. No, I apologize. I was pulling up our next recipe to talk about, and it comes with a video. I like to go, I think, <laughs> some sour cream, some cheddar, raw onion. That's the way to go. What about you? I prefer just some shredded cheddar okay. and some raw onion for that crunch. Nice. I like onions in the chili, but then I also really like that fresh raw the onion The raw on onion's top. essential. Do you like any type of cracker or I can go, I can take or leave the cracker. I'm not a big fan because it gets soggy. And once it hits that soggy point, it's just like mush and I'm not a fan of it. So I would rather not have it all together. That's one nice thing about the Cheez-It is you can just put them right on top, not mix them in, take a bite of chili, get a Cheez-It, you know, little just Cheez-It topping, but. Totally. Uh, yeah, so last week we talked about bao buns. Yes. And the next recipe is kind of a cousin to the bao bun. It's a stuffed potato cake, which is vegan and can be gluten-free depending on what flour you use in it. And it is from Veggie Society on uh, Pinterest. And it is near identical to the bell it could be it could be completely the same except for instead of a dough you have a potato like a mashed potato ish substance that you're then filling with vegetables although this one did call for you to add a little dollop of vegan cheese which we did for Haley's but not for ours and it's still was really really tasty we did put some normal cheddar in ours yeah it was essentially just a a pocket of mashed potatoes formed into like a a vessel for veggies yeah we put zucchini and peppers and onions and mushrooms and kind of sauteed that all up with some seasoning and then just scooped it into the potato cakes formed the potato around it so it was like a little pocket and then just seared it on both sides and let it get happy what would you, how did you, what did you think of these? I think I liked these more than the bao buns. I agree. I also prefer these to the bao buns. I also feel like this would be a very, very good dish to go non-vegan. Again, I question how healthy they are because obviously you're getting a lot of starch with the like mashed potato outside, mm-hmm. but that potato-y outside instead of the dough, much better You don't have to worry about the issue we ran into with your dough being too thick or too chewy. Yeah, but I feel like if you were to do some like ground hamburger meat and like a gravy. Like almost like a shepherd's pie (sighs) pocket. 
this is another one that you could really play with and have a lot of fun with this stuffed mashed potato pocket. But I don't think peanut butter and jelly would go on this like the other. <laughs> no, but maybe not. But leftover chili. Stuff oh. it with leftover chili. Maybe. Maybe. That's an idea. You know? Hey. 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 Chili pockets. So what would you give these stuffed potato cakes out of five broccoli? Um, I would give them I think a 3.5. I don't I don't love bao buns. I didn't love these, but they're like totally doable, totally edible, right down the middle. I can't remember what I gave bao buns last week, yeah, but I'm going to give these a solid four. Nice. I, I would happily eat these again. And I like, I really enjoy things that can be diversified between the ways that you make it. Like this time it could be with all the veggies that you have this week. And I like that. I like the catch-all meals Me because too. often we have like, three extra carrots sitting at the bottom or a small zucchini that just needs somewhere to go. Absolutely. And so these catch-all meals where you can chop up all the veggies that are left in your drawer, throw them in, so, cook them up. Yeah, no, they're great. I, I love it. It's and it, perfect. it makes, it makes uh, not wasting produce a much easier thing to have this near the end of the week, maybe four days out from grocery or farmer's market shopping. Totally. Well, and like as far as the, uh, the Haley test our you know our vegan approval uh she she liked these i think maybe not as much as bao buns i she, feel like i think she preferred it was more bao buns a little fanfare more fanfare around the bao, bao buns yes and i think she's just not as big of a potato, potato fan. person yeah. yeah i agree okay so <laughs> next on. is now if you're a fan of a crunchy fish taco yes the thing we're about to describe to you is going to blow your mind. This is a recipe you must go and recreate yourselves. This is probably, I think, still my favorite vegan thing that we've made. And, you know, using the all-star vegetable of vegan cooking, cauliflower. Absolutely. The super versatile cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm giving it a five out of five. Well, it's, what is it? Okay, so it's a crispy coconut lime baked cauliflower taco. Found on Pinterest again from Veggie Inspired is the person. It's got five stars out of 29 rates. And I completely agree with that five-star rating. I loved this dish. Five heads of broccoli. Five heads of... I'm going to give I, it to cauliflower even. I can't disagree. Truly. Five heads of cauliflower. Five, oh, five heads of cauliflower. Well, oh, got to give it to the ode. Five heads of broccolini. Oh, okay. Which I think is what a broccoli something blend right know, or small little broccoli it's a type of broccoli you know is it a broccoli cauliflower blend i don't think so i don't know well, maybe five heads of that okay they are pretty <laughs> cool looking yeah look at broccolini okay but so you make so you drench it in this like coconut milk it being the cauliflower yeah you so you don't have like little pieces of cauliflower what you do is you <clears throat> pardon me you cut thick steaks of it. So one head of cauliflower will make like four nice steaks and then a bunch of extra pieces that you'll just cook up the same way so and it just won't look as pretty. By steaks, you mean you're cutting slabs of it. Yeah, almost, cutting right? straight down. Right. And trying to be thick enough that you're not letting it fall apart too much. Essential. Yeah. Because then it gives you that, that fish taco feel. That was the thing. Like biting into these, it feels like a big hearty piece of protein 
and it's almost better than biting into a piece of fish because it's even like there's no i don't know bone there's no part of it that's uneven to any other part there's no non-meat portion you're running into or gristly part or whatever that might be it's just uniform throughout i mean it was maybe like the best fish taco i've ever had i i would agree with you so along with this you know steak of cauliflower that you make this like panko coconut um crust for that you're then going to like bake. You don't fry this at all. It's just like on a baking sheet in the oven. Um, so you like dip it in its coconut milk. You put it in its coconut and panko and you bake it. And then you make two accompaniments with it. First is this like citrus spicy slaw. Right. Like super lime heavy, some lemon juice, some dill, very like fresh it's got some vinegar in it so it's very like um it's acidic very, it's so bright you it's know very I mean? acidic just like you would want for a normal fish taco it just really lightens up the whole dish it's not as heavy fried uh battered whatever and then you take some dill pickle pickle some sriracha and some vegan mayo and some more seasoning and you make this really spicy mayo to go with it so you have this bright citrus slaw with this spicy vegan mayo and you top it with this big steak of cauliflower and, and just a tortilla and just and like you can use flour or corn whichever you prefer sure. this would also be good as like if you don't want the carbs just lay the steak of cauliflower down put a slab of the mayo on top and then top it with the slaw and you can eat it with a fork well and the nice thing is vegan mayo does have a bit of a strange taste to me and it is almost a more processed taste you know, I would be fine using normal mayo, but making it the spicy with the sriracha mixed into it. And the dill. And the dill. It gives it such a nicer taste than it would have without those things. But you don't really, you only have the mayo as the vehicle, not as any forward flavor. Absolutely. I truly think this is a home run dish. Can't rave about it enough. Really amazing. Absolutely. If you're going to recreate any of the things we talk about this week, this is the one to go to. And it's it's like in the difficulty scale of like one being throwing something in the oven that's already like prepped or whatever. And 10 being the two hours that it took us to make that rainbow lasagna last, last week. week. Right. I'd give it like a four. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, not terrible. Some prep, but not an inordinate not, amount. Not that much. Totally. Um. Yeah. So do this one. <laughs> the last dish, a little bit more controversial, uh, the chickpea mush loaf. Yeah, so this was our take on meatloaf. Yes. Which, before we go into this, I'm going to give it... in general? Before that, we should give it our rating, don't you okay, think? Okay, okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. Out of five somethings, is it cans of spinach or broccoli heads, depending if it's good or bad? Yeah. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it uh, 3.8 broccoli heads. Okay. I I like meatloaf. I think meatloaf, uh, the meat version, is an interesting dish in that I've had it. I didn't have it as a kid at all. I encountered it as an adult. And everyone has their take on meatloaf. Every meatloaf I've had at various restaurants, homemade always better, of course. Huge variation in it. So I think meatloaf is kind of a, a fun dish I'm always interested in. And uh, I enjoyed this take on it. 
Yeah. I am going to go with a 3.5. Okay. I I really enjoy meatloaf. It's something that if my mom made it, it was good. If my dad made it, it wasn't. Because your dad would put veggies into yeah, it. Yeah, right? but his, but he went with like big chunks. He didn't like make it a uniform like loaf. Sure. It was like meat split up with big chunks of onion and carrot and stuff I'm and celery. Very, very intrigued by that. But and so it like didn't congeal well. Okay. So it always like crumbled on the plate and you had all these big hunks of stuff. Especially as a kid. Yeah. Super unappealing. Not what you want when your mom makes that perfect uniform slice of meatloaf with ketchup. Mm, okay. My mom makes good <laughs> meatloaf. But being someone who likes meatloaf, I really enjoyed its translation here. This was... I think... Yeah, we took carrots and onions and a bunch of mushrooms. And then chickpeas. And then chickpeas. And mix it all, like everything's really finely chopped and mushed. And then it's all mixed together and put into a loaf pan. And then topped with some, I think it was, let me look up the recipe. Oh, I should tell you who the recipe is by. Um, It is the best ever vegan meatloaf. Oh, it also comes with a song. He just he can't stop at the fanfare on this episode. And you know, this one is from delish.com. Most of my vegan res- recipes have been from like smaller um, smaller groups. Right, and this is from a larger delish.com. Yeah. Maybe not even a strictly vegan. Right, and so um, we're going to actually take a quick break and be right back. <laughs> After those technical difficulties, we are back. And so this recipe for our vegan meatloaf was from Delish. Yes, we're still talking about the vegan chickpea (laughs) mushloaf. Yes. Um, Although it says the best ever vegan meatloaf. So, you know. Yes. But, yeah, this was just a bunch of veggies and some chickpeas all mushed together. You can't call it meatloaf. I mean, it's not mushloaf. Mushloaf. Okay. Because it's made from mushrooms. Cool, but it doesn't sound as appealing <laughs> if you have a recipe that's called mushloaf. That's fair. Um, and then we also made some mashed potatoes with this, which it's always hard to make vegan mashed potatoes because the only thing that make mashed potatoes good is butter and sour cream or yogurt and milk. They don't get quite as creamy without <laughs> those things, but we made do and they were okay. Yeah, I'd say that maybe not worth it without you know the all the other things that make them fully mashed potatoes you're just eating kind of potato yeah and this is one that i think you and i were like okay this is pretty solid but not something haley would ever want again it did not get the haley stamp of approval at all and if it's not going to get the haley stamp of approval it's kind of pointless to make I did like it less than just normal meatloaf, I yeah. will say. So if we were ever going to meet, make meatloaf, which is not something we do often, no. we would certainly go the meat version over this. But if you have someone in your life that loves meatloaf and is maybe an adult with a slightly more refined palate or a little bit more adventurous, I think it could be a totally workable, worthwhile dish. Absolutely. Again, another one that you can easily tweak a little 
add different veggies into it. Change Depending the on what you have at home. Slightly. Yeah. yeah. It's something like our stuffed potato cakes that really lends itself to being a catch-all at the end of the week that isn't going to take a ton of prep. That's like saute the all the veggies together, mix it with something else and bake it. Well, and you're also, you're getting, you're eating a bunch of garbanzo beans and mushrooms and veggies, high in protein, fairly healthy. Totally. Absolutely worthwhile. Well, that was this week in vegan cooking. Can't wait to let you know what positives and negatives come at you next week. Uh, find us on Instagram at Can We Cook It Podcast, uh, at Twitter uh, at Can We Cook It Pod. And uh, thanks for listening. And check out the pictures that accompany each drop because then you can see what it'll look like on your end. Have a good week.